When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dick Toledo here and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcast1.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at ChapmanDodge.com. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's just discussing this online. People are still throwing that coconut stuff. <laughs> Before we get into that, I got a guy who says, uh, these are good. I like these emails that come in, these, these positive things. Uh, this guy says, a couple weeks ago, I commented on one of your pick of the litter dogs. Unfortunately, we did not get Molly, who was the pick of the litter that week. But because of your show... We were able to go down and find our new dog, Zeus, from Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, and I want to say thank you for all you're doing to support local shelter and helping my family find my new family member, Katie. I ain't doing anything. Those people over there at the shelter are. I'm just telling you about them. So it's awesome you did that. You guys are doing stuff, too, and those dogs are glowing. Then my favorite thing about doing the pick of the litter deal, and Fulton Homes, we couldn't do it without them, is that we're actually... Week to week, having these dogs go. I'm going out. I'm going again today. Run them out of business. Run them out of business. And I keep telling those people, I'm like, I hope you guys are out of work before I'm done with this show because that means we don't need you anymore. And they would love to be. Oh, all of them say it. That's our goal. I hate, uh, we've dealt with charities in the past where they're like, the goal is to raise money and build a new wing. And my fear with that is uh, I hate charities that want to expand. Your goal is to be of size and then shrink way down to where it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. That's the point of raising money. Make it, I always looked at the Jerry Lewis telethon, like $60 million a year for like four straight years, and all you did was buy the clickies for the kids. You, know, you fix the goddamn spines. Do something to make this. Well, we found a lot. And I'm like, you raised billions of dollars and got bigger. You got bigger, and the disease didn't see any progress. It's your rescue furlough. Don't. Stop it. When are you going to learn? Can't help it. And it didn't even make sense. Wow. A furlough? Oh, I get the fur part, but when I... <laughs> Come on. No, you come on. <laughs> Brett, whack him. <laughs> Stop looking for puns. You're searching. That was a long drive. Sorry. 
and then it came out of your mouth with some pride. You should have kept that one inside. I did. I kept it for a while that night. And then, no, then you didn't keep out. it. It came out. Yeah, it I'm sorry. Sure, I'm sorry. Sure as hell did. <laughs> I'm going to furlough you. Was it because you were watching Brett stroke his magnificent hair? Yeah. <laughs> it pissed me off, too. Yeah. In the middle of a sentence, I watched him take his hat off. I wasn't going to say anything. Stroking. And he did that. He's got John Stamos's hair under that hat. I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, and then this one says, hey, i got to give you guys another shout-out for uh, taking care of the troops. I'm an Air Force veteran, served six years, two Middle East deployments in Kuwait and Qatar. I uh, can't say how amazing it actually is to receive a card or a package with a little slice of home in it. Uh, I can speak from experience. It is uplifting. I can't tell you how much. I just wanted to send a thank you for uh, all you guys taking good care of our troops overseas. Jeremy, Air Force veteran, Jeremy Ayala. Uh, again, we're the catalyst. The people that are doing it are listeners. So you guys are helping out. I'm going to go on there and be part of this as well. Brady, hopefully you do the same. We'll all get on there and, and donate through the wish list thing at 98kupd.com and do our part as well. I get involved in this stuff as much as you guys because I know it's just us telling you, but you do the work. And it is a nice thing, and I try to share it as much as possible. I don't like getting the credit, though. And we're not doing it. We're just telling you. And then you guys do it, and then everybody pats us on the back. It's not for us to, to take. And I always say that, like, you know, again, we, we do this every year. Uh, the Tim and Neandermark do a great thing with the troops with those cards. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And any other – and I love that uh, the Beth show, uh, she takes five minutes from not yelling at everybody like a man and uh, does the, the Christmas angel thing, which I think – and I don't know if they're still doing it. I think that's the best charity in this city. I think annually – Her holiday chin check is pretty good, too. <laughs> oh, she does holiday you chin nominate checks? people. Yeah, you get – and she goes to the prison and yeah. chin checks bitches. Yeah. <laughs> They put a stop to that because the the prisoners. Was a great. Yeah, all the you get chin checked by Beth. Raised a lot of money for the holidays. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Beth, oh Beth, why <laughs> chin check, chin check? Yeah, Beth was knocking people out. But yes, I I still think that Christmas Angel program. We have nothing to do with it. Is uh, one of the best things that's going in this city. I've done it a couple times. It, it's fantastic to see the end result uh, we tried to do something similar to it and it just we we didn't do it as well it, it was great so i think you know there's a lot of good stuff going on but that's that's a great one so give credit where it's due it's charity it's not supposed to be you know internalized it's, if you see a good one and it's a competing station well damn it good for them i hope they do great with it because if it's a good charity then the end result is the good part uh but this one i i really we're proud of this so kup deployment is a is a great thing so thank you guys in advance uh we know we're going to do well this year um, also, football is uh, happening tonight. Sort of the Jets and Broncos game is occurring, and uh, I think I'd rather eat coconut than watch that for sure. But uh, one thing the NFL's got a problem with right now, and I talked to a guy who played in the NFL a couple days ago, Mark uh, Schlereth. Schlerth. Uh, he played for the Broncos for a while, and the Steelers Titans game is now more than likely going to be played next week, Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, which changes everything. Yeah, and then the competitive part of it is that they can't the practice. Part of it, you have a short week, and then you got a quick week for the next yeah. week, and that really kind of starts to bungle things. And they're whispering now that the uh, COVID protocols have to change, which is hilarious because basically they're saying is, oh, well, if we don't find out about the COVID, we never have to cancel any game. So they're kind of saying we're we may be test like what Trump said, stop testing. It looks bad. I don't know what the NFL is going to do, and I'm watching Major League Baseball yesterday, and I'm like, this thing's doomed. And the next level allows fans. Yeah, and and that's the thing. We're trickling the other way. Championship. So, then what? So, yeah. is that Are they doing that in baseball? Yeah. They're letting fans in the games in baseball? Yep. I thought they were bubbling the whole thing in Texas and no, San Diego. The, um, I was just looking at it. 
They're going to let National some, League like, family in, right? No kidding. Yep, and then the World Series. They're going to have fans in. I haven't seen that I haven't yet. seen that either, yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I could see the American League one because that's in Texas, and Texas, Texas they don't care. care. Yeah, San Diego, they're not letting fans in. They haven't opened so. bars in California yet. You find your source and help us out with that. It's interesting. I don't doubt you because I, I, you're right. Texas yeah. would do it. But the NFL's in a quandary. I mean, we're in week four. Toledo might know. Does that happen, Rich? The article says that uh, the World Series and the NLCS will have a limited number NLCS. of fans. Yeah, ALCS will not. Because that's in San Diego. Anything about, yeah. No, ALs so in Texas. Texas. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought it was the other way. No, the NLs in San Diego. So San Diego will have fans. Well, it's open air. Maybe right. that has something to that do with it. It's an open stadium. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But again, yeah, with the uh, 11,500 tickets will be sold for each game. I wonder why they. 28% capacity. So that's their goal. The the percentage is what they're shooting at there. That's weird. Yeah. Why not just keep it zeros? It's worked. I mean, it would be neat to get a ticket to the World Series that the COVID World the Series. The COVID Series. I mean, that's a story. I guess later, I'd risk it. I'd go. But every other, I don't want to lump everything in. But every other sporting event has a protocol now and has been yeah. allowing fans in. I don't understand why well, basketball. basketball hasn't been doing it yet. Basketball stayed basketball true. bubbled up, yeah, and they bubbled up to the last two teams. Yeah, and they're bubbled up, and there's nobody left. There's yeah. 22 guys now playing basketball. That that's it, and they stayed to it. I got to give basketball credit; they didn't have a single problem in that bubble. And I'm surprised that their players. Wow. Stuck around through it all. They had the COVID tester, you know, sneaking. Well, they banged rooms. the COVID tester, but she was tested. We were clear. <laughs> still a bubble. If you bang in the bubble, you're still just banging healthy people, so long as they don't leave the bubble, right? The state of Texas allows up to 50% capacity at venues. Are they going to do that for the series? So they'll go 20. But California does not. 20 or 25,000 in that new stadium. And the so latest they're, they're going in between. They're just a little over twenty eight percent. I don't know what to do with that. And the yeah. latest, according to NFL dot com, is your Steelers Titans game moved to sometime later in the season, not next week. Oh, they're not going to do next week. Not it's next too week. hard to do. Next yeah. week's and off that's the table. And that's when I started to see that. You know, as a Steelers fan, I'm watching every second of this, and I'm like, if they move it to Tuesday, you're screwing that up for a bunch of teams. Because uh, then they might because they they talked. I said if they move it to Tuesday, the competitive committee might move the next game the Steelers have, which is the Eagles, to Monday, and then just ease them back into a four day week and then shorten it up. But then you got teams that are playing long weeks, short weeks, teams that weren't sick or getting an extra day, and it's that competitive thing starts playing. So I think yeah, moving it to that another week. But this won't. This can't be the last time it happens. And as the season gets older, it gets weirder and weirder. I've been saying then that. they'll start. Then they'll have to do the short weeks. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. But it's a mess. And I'm rooting against like any more of it. Like hopefully this is it, but the NFL's done an amazing job of at least hiding the information or constantly saying the tests were negative and false and whatever. This is the first real one, and it can't be the last. There's no way. I mean, with the way this is going, somebody I mean the, the panic involved in it is going to happen. I and mean, we were pretty good here in the building and then all of a sudden we get another guy with it and the place panics and freaks out. As far as, but I'm surprised. Uh, actually, it's the opposite now that I think about it. The whole downstairs, I got tested immediately when we found out uh, another one of our employees had it because I had lunch with him. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I got to make sure that I'm not doing this. Everybody downstairs, I, I am. Did you get a test? I'm like, nah, I'm just going to wait to see if I'm sick. Because everybody's kind of resigned themselves to the idea that eh, we're, we're all probably going to get it. It's this, this malaise and kind of apathy towards the whole thing. And I was shocked. I figured it would make everybody downstairs because when this first happened, when Brady got it, people were mad. 
Like yeah. they were like, I'll never come back to work. I can't believe you allowed people in the building and all. You know, everybody's throwing blame at everything. I had burning figures in my front. Well, lawn. that was because of your race uh, oh. thing, but uh, that, that had nothing to do with your COVID. You, oh. Your Klansmen were supporting you, but uh, yeah, and you won't. You know, again, stand down, stand by. That's what Brady said on his house. <laughs> the uh, yeah, but people lost their minds. I'm not coming back in. Uh, I've got this, and then the next one happened, and they're like, I'm not coming. And now this one's like, ah, we'll see. So I think we're all kind of like. I think they're just like the general public, just like, yeah. the hell with it. Let's see what we can do. Whatever happens. Coming around in my way of thinking with that libertarian thing. I'll take my chances and be responsible. And I'm not going to try to give it to other people. Marcus Meng just came in and said his dad won't wear a mask because it protects other people. What good is it doing for me? Well, exactly. It protects other people. Why are you against that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. But uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of of the mind. If you want to try it, you want to go out and do it. Don't bring it to other people. If you want to go to what's the place? Was it uh, Tennessee that they were lying to people about stuff and they had some memo that came out that said we got to keep this together till November 10th, and yeah. it became and then so somebody found it and went to a court and the court's like all right. And I think Tennessee, I think it's Tennessee, is going 100 percent open now. They're like screw you. You guys have lied to us. You've, you've crushed our business. We're not playing this game anymore, and they're going 100% open. We'll see. Sweden's been that way most of the, the time, and their numbers are not that different. If, that, if they feel the hospitals they can handle the it, if it, it does get right. the surge. Well, if it gets the yeah. surge to the hospitals, then you've got a different Then we'll story. address it. Right. It's, it's, we're in a weird spot now. So It does seem, and I'm not a conspiracy guy, but it does seem awfully quiet on the data front here in Arizona over the past three or four weeks. Yeah. And that part of that is because I know that, like, I'm involved with the numbers about going back to school and all yeah. that. Kind of some of the data has just stopped being stopped coming out. in, right? Yeah, and that's what they're doing. I think that's which what... I'm 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 not against. Just tell me what the plan is when yeah. they when it happens. Well, when because something it's going to happen, right. we've had six cases at Alex's high school already. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, it's been two. Is that Mountain View? The first week. Yep. No two kidding. The first week, what they do is they send out a letter saying, "Hey, these two kids tested positive. We've burned um, them. They were on school. Yeah, yeah. They were on school this date. If your kids came into contact with them, you'll get a separate email. We've yeah. been dodging the separate emails. By the way, uh, it was cremation day at the Phoenix Children's Hospital again this morning. Oh, that no. bacon, bacon smell. Was I don't know. It was brilliant. Tuesday last week and Thursday. It's cremation day again because I don't know what they're burning in there. But I, one of these mornings, I'm leaving early and I'm pulling over and I'm going to go in with Progeria and get myself some breakfast. I'm going in with, with I'm going in as the Benjamin Button. I'm, look, I'm nine, I know and I'm not feeling this. well. It's like you look terrible. I'm like, I know, I've got progeria. Give me Can a I call. Have I travel. For <laughs> yeah, you, you. I don't know what sick kid disease you're going to come up with. Maybe we'll both just be progeria brothers. You it's, both look terrible. Guarantee right? it's going to be thick cut. We're nine years old, and our parents uh, said we need bacon. And I'm Brady. Spend the night with me, mm, please. Uh, one of these nights, so I, we'll find out the menu. And on my drive in with the with the doors off that jeep. You start smelling it right around Indian school. And as you blaze past Thomas, that smell is rich maple bacon. And whatever they're burning inside there for those sick kids, not the Jewish ones and not right. the uh, Middle Easterns, but, man, those What's little the, Catholic The trend that kids. you'll start hearing is, have you had the bacon board at the children's Oh, oh man. Charcuterie of sick kid board. Line oh. out the door. 
What's, oh. the, smoke, what's the smokehouse near there? There's got to be one somewhere, right? Shriners. Sausage. Oh, that's there. right. We said that last week. I'll have the sclerosis board, please. Mm. <laughs> Oh, that smell is just, it's heavenly. Topped with coconut. I don't know what, no! <laughs> you just ruined the bacon. No. I'd smother one of the kids with a pillow before I eat coconut. <laughs> oh my. Ah, maybe that's a little far. I don't know if I'd kill someone's kid. But it's a thought. Let me get back to you on that. That's a, that's a 50-50. That's a toss-up. With this adorable blanket for your donation to the Shriners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what are you doing? Shut up, Caleb. It's time. Just eat the coconut. No. Now, this adorable blanket for only a $20 donation <laughs> is going to be your demise. No, yeah, yes, they were burning up something in that place, and I'm telling you, it made me wish I was a sick kid. Yeah, it was worth it. That smell? Next Monday, I don't know what you're doing. Spend the night at the house. We'll get up early. I'll drive you in. We'll go past. We'll go past a couple of times. We'll get up at like three thirty and just blaze Circle. back and forth, just driving around that Phoenix Children's whatever they're burning in there on certain days. I need a menu. If somebody works at the Phoenix Children's Hospital. Tell me when Bacon Day is because whatever you guys are doing is better than anywhere I've ever been. Has it been both Thursdays now? No, it was last Tuesday and then today Thursday, which yeah. I was confused by because I didn't expect it and it hit me hard. At Indian school, I'm like, they're burning the kids again. <laughs> And I just blazed down the 51, and then when I got around Thomas, I was going like 38 miles an hour. I'm like, oh. You're floating on a cloud like oh, that I was, cartoon. It was he- I was the cartoon dog floating <laughs> yep. towards the pie on the windowsill. In, in Columbus, you'd go oh. 670, and there's a Wonder Bread factory. I wouldn't make it through that. A Wonder Bread factory? Yes. That had and to be so the, You know, just baked bread. Well, there's that one right there on the 17 as well. I, I think it's Wholesome Sniders. Bakeries right oh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah. Can, you can smell it going through that. I got no business over there. Well, <laughs> I've driven through it. <laughs> I'll just go to Subway and have a whiff. <laughs> they got good bread there. Speaking out there, the guy says, uh, John, you realize NASCAR is planning to allow 20,000 fans here yeah. for the big uh, That's a championship huge stadium, race. though. That's 100,000 like 100, seat or so. That's 20%. And I'm, not that. I'm not against that. I'm not against the idea of that. Right, and it's outside. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. It's just the problem I have is the people in there that are so uh, hell-bent on being non-considerate, yeah. inconsiderate. Well, my- in a in a COVID world, though, you got to go through a turnstile, so you're you're bottlenecking everyone while trying to say stay distant. I don't I don't get that yeah, kind of reasoning. Yeah. Just open up the gates, let everybody in with a ticket. Yeah, it was Tennessee. The guy said multiple courts found the lockdown in Tennessee orders were unconstitutional, and a woman who served her city council they've given her papers of treason because there was something she wrote, and I'd paraphrase it so badly I can't even. But she was oh, basically she outed him. She, no, she, I think she was the fault, and she had sent something out saying. Keep it locked down because oh. if it's if it opens and there's success, then well, the election was involved somehow. Jeez. So they basically said, you, and one of the reporters said, "This is real," and they they dodged it. And he goes, "No." And then other reporters started to step in and go, "It is real. You guys yeah. need to answer for this." And they kind of pulled out of it, and then they they didn't say another word. And everybody said, "We're opening our businesses." You're shutting down people's lives. You know, there's COVID, and then there's business, and they're you know, I think they should let the people do it. I think they should let anybody who wants to be open, open. It's what you don't realize, too, is the, I mean, I think more and more people do, but all these venues and movie theaters and... Yeah. Well, I talked to Kaz, and she's over there at uh, the, the, which one does Live she? Nation. Live Nation. And they're, they're that's a struggle, it's getting these tough. concerts. We've and to, we, people that we've known that have been there for 20-plus years have, have been furloughed. 
Well, it's they not even the furloughing. Nothing. It's trying to get these concerts and events scheduled. This year was huge. Right. You remember before right. the shutdown, we had 14 shows right. that were not little. It was starting ridiculous. in March and running through May. Yeah. And I mean, we were all like, this is the greatest concert run Phoenix has ever had. And it all shut down. They're trying to get everything rescheduled, and their fingers are crossed that they can get it done February, March of next year. But that's yeah, everybody canceled. But it might get canceled again. Notice. Right. But how does. I wonder how that's going to work because I have Rage Against the Machine tickets. And both of those shows are sold out. Are they going to now have five shows with half the we'll people? We'll see. You know? Yeah, or they go full full bore. Yeah, right. so it's it's the question marks are everywhere. I just think, you know, if we could count on people to be a little bit considerate to each other, we could open up and that's the thing. I I don't know. You just said the but magic football, words. Yeah, I know, but counting, that, that's counting, counting on, people. on people is the worst part. And that's the, the NFL, their new protocol might be less testing so we don't find out as much. Because the business is going to get crushed. If we have another one of these games with the NFL, they got to consider shutting down. If you have a couple more, because you're going to screw Nine the schedule. Nine people, yeah. Well, you're going to have to move everything, and, yeah. then, and then another one might happen, and you move it again. And next well, thing what you know, they were talking about, one of the things I read was the incubation period, because testing today will be quick. does nothing if you that's got true. it at the game on Sunday. That's right. Well, so, that's my thing. Yeah. I got my test, and I hung out with the dude who's here. I, I had it last Tuesday. I got 10 to, or was it uh, two to 10 days, Yeah. and I think I'm on the 10th day tomorrow. And so I took the test. It came back negative, and they're like, "But you still have a few more days. If you start seeing symptoms, yeah, it can show yeah. later. It wouldn't show in this test." And I'm like, "Who knows?" And every every itch in my throat and every oh, nasal drip. I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, there it is. I got it." I had a headache a little bit last night. I'm like, "I'm done." Every time I wake up, get that little bit yeah. of dry throat. Oh, it's the worst. So I don't know what they're going to do. But you know what? I'd rather watch a game of people with ventilators playing tonight. Rather than the Broncos and Jets game. I'd rather watch COVID-stricken people on their last legs try to play football than what we've got for tonight's national game. I don't know how much money Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are being paid to to pretend this is a game they want to watch. Yeah. But this is are they, the they're worst. They're there, right? They're oh, yeah. Remote. They're going. A couple of those games that they do that are... Oh, the baseball games are remote. Yeah. yeah. They those should are, do that for Troy. They miss a couple Look, of things. with or without COVID. Troy and Joe shouldn't have to go to this. They should be able to watch it on TV and call it from home. There's no possible way you should disrupt their family lives for this nightmare that's going to be broadcast this evening. What is it? Broncos and Giants play Sunday. Or not Broncos. No, no, no. What's the other one? It's a, uh, uh, no, the Rams and Giants. Oh, Rams and Giants. Sunday. That's right. That's a decent team. I, oh, there's another one where I'm watching these other crap teams play. That's it. Rams, Giants. That was not Jacksonville, bad. Miami? No, they played last They week. played last Thursday, and I thought that was the worst game until they announced that this week's game was the Broncos and Jets. Brett Rippon, Sam Darnold. So, yeah, find something to do tonight. Highly recommend reruns of Dancing with the Stars, My 600-Pound Life. What's that one where you get married in like four minutes? You're right. Jaguars, Bengals. I was close. Ooh. That's a Sunday <laughs> game. Terrific. <laughs> And you're going to watch that. Uh, Are you or you're not that big a fan? No, I'll watch. Yeah? Yeah, I'll watch a little bit. In the Bitch Barn? It's the only place. It's That's right. That's the only place. <laughs> yeah. You should get a Bengals carpet, like a little throw rug for under your coffee table for the Bitch Barn. Yeah. Ronnie would hate it. Never want to be in there. No more Mulan. It's a Mulan-free zone. Well, that almost sounds racist, doesn't it? It's not like a, not like a mad Italian. Yeah, I'm thought. not going that far. <laughs> yeah, we're not allowing any more Mulans in the house. <laughs> I think you're saying that right, but I don't know if I'm hearing it wrong. 
Uh, we got an entertainment drill coming up next. It's 98. 98. 98. What? 98. No way. You need a ride, but you don't want just any ride. You want your ride. Not just something that'll get you from here to there. Something that says, here I am. And it's not enough just to buy your new ride either. No, you need to be able to buy it your way. At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we got you. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.